Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight, I'm hanging out with Colin the Must-Stash. Bernier, put him on your bench. He's going to go off in the playoffs. Colin the (laughs) Must-Stash. Hopefully, if we make it there. Yep, yep. But I want you on my bench. You are a must-stash. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes, uh, it is a Monday mini-pod. It is... Week 12, we're still in the middle of it. There's there's one Hell game. Good match. So many good matchups. Oh, right? dude. It's been another crazy week. No buys. So a lot of high scores this week. Oh, that makes sense. No buys. Yeah, a lot of people had their players available. Um, there is one game left. It's starting in like an hour from now. Colts versus Steelers. Uh, and there are three matchups in our league. Three out of six matchups. That are very close at this point and, and gonna, important and important for our standings. And they're going to come down to tonight's game. There's a lot of players in tonight's game. So we're going to just go over where we're at as a league uh, with these matchups. Like I said, there's three that are close and three that are pretty much done at this point. So the fortunately, first- I am one of them. Okay, we'll start with Colin versus Ungi. Uh, looks like this is the only one that's actually a hundred percent finalized. You guys both are have no players left to play tonight. Ungi has one fifty. Colin has one thirty. And uh, yeah, I mean, we can get into the matchup. Do you want to talk about it right now? We don't have to, but I mean, I I know I lost, but I'm happy with my one thirty is good, right? It's like I. That's a good. That's what I wanted to do to have a chance a to beat him, and his his team did good. Especially considering what you've been dealing with on your team. Right, and Miles Sanders finally went Miles off. Miles Sanders, thirty six points. Tua had a down week, even though they, as a team, had a really good week. That that would be the only guy that I'm like disappointed about. But looking through, I mean, he had sixteen it's points. Kind of what 17, you expect, which is a fair floor, but you you want expect more from him chief's defense was a nice play yeah thank god (laughs) ungi had a bunch of good performances on his side and he yeah 150 yeah his team just played good it's like you can't with i mean his roster was better like ungi jamar chase still on the bench still out who knows what's gonna happen should have made that trade (laughs) <laughs> you won't get over that dude i think he's supposed no. to come back isn't he, he is like he's supposed week? to be back this week well he he's taking a little more time it doesn't matter okay he's taking his old time the dub. uh the next one that's that is one percent lucas has one percent chance to win this game lucas versus mike mike's got 160 lucas has 137 so a good matchup i'd say i mean both of them had a solid week but yeah, uh, I feel like Luke right now. It's like, hey, pretty decent week, but that fucking Mike, sucks. Mike, it has Jonathan Taylor to play tonight still, so his one sixty. Dude, what the hell has potential to? He's getting a little scary. Blow up, yeah. He's, dude, really, he's projected one eighty three right now. Yeah, I mean, he's one sixty, and if Jonathan Taylor gets like no more points, one sixty is a good score. <laughs> I see. Would be me. I wonder when Luke changed his name. It's team not looking good now. Yeah, I, I saw that. You, it was, it's it was like, like 
uh, yeah. on Sunday he changed it, like mid, I might midday on Sunday. Change my name to Team Not Looking Good Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's original, Colin. Real Thanks. original. Uh, but yeah, so Lucas is all but cooked in this one, unless Jonathan Taylor has negative twenty something points, which. Colin, you know better than anybody could actually. <laughs> Your happen. players can finish the game with negative points. It's happened a few times. And last but certainly not least, uh, myself versus Tom. Actually, it might be least number of points uh, total for the games that are locked in. Myself versus Thomas. I have one twenty nine. He has one thirteen. But I still have Michael Pittman to play tonight, so he'll put up a solid score. Hopefully, he gets me a few more points. To to unless you're Blake. my points for unless I'm Blake. Yeah, doesn't he Why? have Pittsburgh's defense? Oh, he. I think yeah. I think you're right about that. Somebody does have Pittsburgh's defense playing tonight. Um. So Thomas is locked in, done at one thirteen. He just Goff had nineteen points. Yep, nineteen. Eckler had twenty five. DK Metcalf had 20. He's kind of like me. Zeke had 18, but then everyone else had single digits. Yep. Not great. Dude, how good were the uh, Thanksgiving games? It was a great, great day of games. Although I was disappointed in Dallas. Like, they played great as a team, but I can't believe your fantasy they, just flipped, players. they flipped right back to Zeke. I was surprised by that. They gave him. I think they're going to keep doing that, maybe. He had 18 points to Pollard's nine, 9.9. Pollard, he only had nine? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they flipped it, and they were winning, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, I just – Who knows? I thought it was going to be interesting to see what they did with Zeke, and Jerry did Jones you... just continues to refuse to let Zeke become a second, you know, the second guy. Because he's marketable, maybe. Yeah, and they paid him a ton of money. I think so. They got to prove it. It was right. They want to get all the work out of him as they can. Dude, what happened with Saquon? Because I was watching that game, and I was like, "Holy shit, he's going to go out for thirty something!" And then he just did not score in the second half. Yeah, he scored one touchdown, and he had like not that many yards, total yards. I don't know. He's been kind of having. I mean, the Dallas is a good defense, so I don't just for this game in particular, yeah. but he didn't look good last game either. I mean, 16 points is solid. I cannot. I yeah. You can't get that. I mean, if that's the down week, well, well, last week, ever since, the, digits, but. ever since the trade, Nick seven, didn't did you, you have seven? Did you sell him high? Did you know you were selling him? Dude, I've sold him for Leonard Fournette. Who's hurt. And gave to Davis. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I did not uh, yeah, I'm not saying about what you got. I'm asking if you knew he was going to, Maybe I did hit a slump coming up. Maybe I did. Maybe I mean, that's that's a good strategy. Yeah. A good strategy. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, yeah I'll gotcha. give you the credit for that. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you the credit for that. All right. Um, yeah. So those are the games that are those are the matchups I should say that are all but final. So well, they now are. on yeah. to well, there's a couple 99 percent and one percenters. Well, whatever. We're get, let's get to the good, the juicy let's, let's stuff. Let's get to the, yeah, exactly. The real stuff. Let's get to the prime cuts here. We got Dylan 
well, maybe we should save that. No, this is good. This is good. Dylan versus Matt. It's sort of low stakes because they're both very good records at this point. I don't know, dude. It might have to do with seeding and stuff. Oh, it certainly has something to do so with seeding. I don't think it's low stakes. Different stakes. But these other ones are like people battling to get in. Right. Good point. So, wow, I don't know. dude. I, we just got to look at it, you know. I said it first, so I'm going to downplay it a little bit. Sure. Low stakes for both of these. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> this game does not matter. <laughs> no, this game hardly matters. Currently, Dylan has 142 to Matt's 155. But Dylan still has Pat Fryermuth to play tonight. He needs what? What does he need? 13, 13 and a half points. And to, that's doable. To pull ahead of Matt. Yeah. That's definitely doable. And he's, he's been, been a big looking part so of good. Pittsburgh's offense. Yeah, yeah for like sure. The main, last two, I mean, he this is if any week you wanted it to come down to that guy, it would be this. Just what a crazy I mean, he's on the up and up. They're playing indie, whatever. He could do it. 13 and a half points. Crazy. Like that's so doable. Oh, yeah. Not even a, it's not even like a great game. I mean, it's definitely a good, good game for a tight end, but you're not asking for too much, I don't think. You're gonna definitely And Matt's done, right? Matt has no players left to play. So he's locked in at 155.6. Which which you gotta be happy about. I mean, that's a hell of a score. Yeah, right. That's a good week. I mean, not his best week, but at 155 is definitely good. Would you rather right now, would you rather be Matt sitting there watching the game or Dylan sitting there watching the game? So I think I'm picking Matt. I would rather be Matt. Yeah, just because you already have the win. Right. I mean, it's definitely you, more you exciting up, I mean. to watch the game if you're Dylan. I, 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 I know, would dude. rather be sitting there with the points and make the other guy right, right. have to get him. Right. But if I'm mad, I'm because you never know injuries and shit. Like you never really know what could happen. You know what they say? A bird bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Whatever that means. (laughs) I mean, I'll take the points, like the known points, rather than yeah, for sure potential the potential for more. So yeah, I think. I mean, obviously it's close, and holy shit, it's going to come down to it for sure. So it's projected um, like not even a full point point. Oh, yeah, seven. yeah. Dylan's projection is one fifty four point nine, which is yeah, point seven. Right. Less than so, that. So right why. there. Right there. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. That'll be a fun one to watch. The next one, not quite as close, but still up in the air. Uh the computer gives Tom Roth a 27% chance to pull this one out and gives Josh a 73% chance to win this one. Shuey has 101.5 points and Tom Roth has 79.84 points. I'm going to go with the Lucas method here. Keep you honest. Shuey's 101.54. Oh, sure. Sorry about mm-hmm. that, folks. Yep. That's for Lucas. But, uh, shout out Lucas. Um, Shuey has Najee Harris to play, and Tom Roth has the Colts defense and the Colts kicker left to play. So I think Uh, I would disagree with the 20. I think he has more than a 27% because if Najee gets stuffed. Right. Only because I don't think that the computer necessarily takes into account that literally it's head-to-head Najee 
versus the Colts defense. Like no, I think so they're the doing better. Like the better the projection. Colts defense does, the worse in theory Najee Harris should do. So it's like a complete inverse there. Like the projection for Shuey is one eighteen. So Najee's projected what like seventeen points or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Tom's projection is one oh three. So not like great for Tom, but. Again, our defenses can put up a ton of points in our league. Right. And when he's direct when the defense is directly going against Shuey's only player left, that's Yeah, hypothetically he would go under projections and the right. defense would go over. Right. Or the but opposite. I think Tom he, has he's a good chance to get fucking blown out. Or that may be true. <laughs> yeah, he well. just gets rocked. <laughs> I did see Tom Roth. He's he was home. It's good to see him. It was good to see Tom Roth. We went down to Georgia's and got some burgers. And Tom had no idea. This was like Friday night. So Thursday games had already gone. He had Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, and Isaiah McKenzie that had already played. And they all had 20-plus points, and they were all on his bench. And he had no idea. I was like, Tom, it's pretty rough. You left 60-something points on your bench. And he was like, what? He didn't even know. And actually, he left Derek Carr with 20 points, 23 points on the bench. Why does he have – all these quarterbacks. <laughs> it's like you can only start one of them. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he started the right hey, one. Stretch, Tyler had 27 points. Yep. He's keeping Derek Carr away from anyone else who might need him. Like you Tom. know what? I, I like the uh Tom. I like what Tom has right now. A defense and a kicker left. Let's go out and win the game. Yeah. I mean, that's not that I'm football you right know, there. Chewy, that's not that I'm saying old Tom to win passion football. Right. Look, yep. Shuey's running right. back versus Tom's defense and his kicker. That's what makes football football right there. Yep. So it'll be interesting to uh, see how that one plays out. Let's move to the last one and potentially the most exciting one. The Schittsville suck jobs versus three kids and a ginger. That's Blake versus Tyler. Tyler has no one left to play. He's got 141.86 points on the board currently. Blake, on the other side, has one player left to play, and that is the Steelers' defense. And he is projected 140.6. So he's projected to lose to Tyler by a point. Another defense coming down. Hey, you know, we'll see if he can take advantage because, I mean, 141 is a good score, but. For Tyler, it's a bit of a down week, I would assume. Yeah, that's one Let's of see his... if Blake can capitalize. I mean, it's certainly, again, I don't want to downplay it. It's not a bad week by any means. No, it's a great week, but it's, it's a, Tyler. Yeah. But it's Tyler who's got high expectations, and yeah, he definitely has put more points on the board. I mean, Travis Etienne. That killed him. With Dude, that killed him. Half a point. That really did yep. kill him. Especially considering he left AJ, AJ Dillon on the bench <laughs> with 18 points, and he left Traylon Burks on the bench with 17 points. Yeah, but I would have started. I mean, I mean, you could have bumped Jamal Williams. I, you're never going to not start Travis Etienne. Obviously, no. the injury is a fluke, so that just sucks. That's what I'm saying. Hey, something right. might ha- finally, Tyler. There's a chinking or whatever, a clink in the arm or whatever the saying is. Right. Maybe we can take him down. You see a little. Uh, area that maybe we can get through the Dude, this there game and... is going to be wild to watch tonight because it's, it's going to decide three match with defenses too like we're not even right. really watching like skill Both players of tonight's what, defense are yeah. playing 
So that's exciting. Uh, the computer gives Blake a 47% chance to win and Tyler a 53% chance to win. And I don't know if I said this about Dylan versus Matt, but computer gives Dylan 46% and Matt 54% chance to win. Which is the coin flip, pretty much. Right. I mean, these games are... These three games that these three matchups, I should say, are, I mean, literally, they're undecided at this point. Either guy could win. I know what the projections say, but literally, like these are close games right now. And so, and, yeah, and this, these kind of games are going to matter for, for like me and like Ungi and yes, people so, trying to get in. Right, Colin. That's that's right. So that all that being said, so, now we can take a look at our standings in the league. And before we actually talk about standings, like you had mentioned earlier, Tyler is the official, the only official mathematical lock for the playoffs right now. He's in for sure. He has a hundred percent chance to make the playoffs. He is in for sure. His record is nine and two. And obviously we just said Blake could beat him this week, but even if Blake wins and Tyler drops down to nine and three, he is still guaranteed a playoff spot. See, and the, the the messed up thing is, is I'm probably rooting for Tyler. I probably have to. I don't want Blake to win. Yes, Blake. Considering Colin, you lost this week, and you're going to j- drop to six and six. Blake winning this week would put him at six and six. And yep. So right in direct competition with you. So he's the only one locked in. That means Matt is not. Matt locked in. is not locked in. And again, Matt is one of these guys in the in the. Toss He's up. got a toss-up game. Right. Yep. So he could lose. With Dylan. Him. I'm assuming the only way Matt, because he's had a 99% chance to make the playoffs, the only way he can really not make the playoffs is if he loses out and then some other shit happens at the bottom, which I don't know like exactly what would need to take place. But the losing out part, we know for sure. And it's it would start tonight if, if uh, Dylan and his team can pull this victory off well i would i would assume whoever wins this is a playoff lock right because isn't dylan up in the 90s i yes dylan is a 96 percent chance to make the playoffs but i don't think if if he wins tonight i don't know if it would officially lock him in i think it would probably be 99 so basically but basically matt on the other hand if he wins tonight i would pretty much i'm almost positive it would bump him to 100 percent right so that's which which might be better for you because there's a better chance that Dylan falls out of the playoffs than Matt would, which would free up another spot for you. Yeah, I'm more. I think Blake, Shuey, who else? I don't know. But yeah, I guess you're right. You you would always want to so, go for that. So knowing that Tyler's the only lock, Matt's up in the air, but I won. This week, so I'm going to move to eight and four. You're pretty much in. That'll probably give me a 99. I don't know if it'll give me a hundred. I'm guessing it'll bump me to Matt's like 99. But Shuey is still up in the air. Dylan is still up in the air, and Blake is still up in the air. Colin, and those are the three guys like right around you. Now I will say Ungi. One, he beat you this week, obviously. So now you guys are both six and six. Yeah, that's tough. And if Blake did that, if Blake wins, he'll be six and six. So that'll put three guys there at six and six. 
And if Shuey wins, then he'll be at six and six. And that'll be four guys at six and six there. I think of all these close ones that are still undecided, Shuey would have the best, like, I'd feel more confident that he's going to win. Probably. Yeah. He's got the best mathematic chance. But it's still possible. Yeah. Over Tom Roth. Team but, Tom, Team Tyler, Team because I guess Matt. Assuming the top four people make the playoffs, there's two spots left, which would be all of these six and six teams fighting it out for those final two spots. Now it would be different if Matt wins tonight and Dylan loses, and then Dylan drops to seven and five with more of a chance that he could potentially be bumped out of the playoffs, but let's go. You know, at least it's like this, you know, we got a little bit of competitive right now. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's really, I mean, you basically Matt, Tyler, Tyler, but, but the crazy, I guess, I mean, shit could still happen. There's potential that after tonight, there are four, six and six teams. I mean, that's like, Yeah, getting crowded in the middle, Nick. It it feels like, you know, I mean, we have three, three and eight guys. But I think which are, you know, only two of them are mathematically locked out of the playoffs. The other one. But but when you look at that, you know, just at with injuries and stuff, some of those three and eight teams, I feel like are better rosters at the at this moment in time than like yeah, it me could be. maybe so i don't necessarily m- maybe i don't right. know for sure some yeah injuries but but you're right and that's going to definitely matter for these guys because the pit of punishment is officially open the pit of punishment the pit of punishment so We have the playoffs, which is the top half of the postseason bracket. Playoffs? Playoffs. And then instead of the consolation bracket, because it is not a consolation bracket, you're playing for your life down there, boys. Mm -hmm. Playing not to get your head taken off by tomatoes. (laughs) It's the pit of punishment. That makes, I like it. So it is the pit of punishment, and therefore I am treating it and I am. I'm envisioning in my head there is a large pit, maybe 20, 30 feet deep. I'm going to say 30, 30 feet deep. Are you working on it in your backyard? Yes. Yep. 30 feet deep by maybe 10 feet in diameter, let's say. I'm not sure if that those proportions make sense, but... Sounds like a big pit. It's big. It's big. So when I kick Thomas, who has been mathematically excluded from the playoffs when i kick him down to the bottom of the pit it's gonna hurt and i know i don't want to be in the pit hell no i do not want to be in the pit either so what's the pit what's going to the pit mean going to the pit means that you are officially locked out of the playoffs the top half which means you will be fighting for your life to not be punished at the end of the season because if you make the playoffs you're out of contention to get last place in the league, basically. Okay. So is there, there are seating? Two, there is seating. And I put this uh I put out 
a fantasy handbook with a bunch of stuff in it because at George's with Tom Roth and Tyler the other day, we were talking about uh, some stuff and including like the lower bracket of the playoffs and how things would work. So I wanted to clarify and try to be transparent and put in writing exactly what will happen at least this season. And if you guys don't like it, we can change it for next season. There is like one other way I can feasibly think about doing arrange it. Yeah. Arranging the lower portion, the lower bracket of the playoffs. I think this way is better. So I'm going to try to explain it to you guys and see what you, you guys think about it. Yeah. Let's hear it. So think about it as this, there are three levels. There's a lowest level, which is the danger zone. I would call that like level three, which is the floor of the pit. Okay. Then there's level two, which is not the floor, but you're not quite at the top of the pit. And then there's level one and you're at the, like the top where you can kind of almost see out of the pit. Like purgatory. Right. Okay. So at the start of the postseason, your ranking, your, your seed in the league um, will matter. Basically, seven and eight will be on level one and they'll be playing each other in the first round of the postseason. Nine and ten will be on level two and they'll be playing each other in the first round of the, the postseason. And then 11 and 12 are going to start off on level three and they'll be playing each the other pit. the, the bottom pit. of the pit. Right. The danger zone down there. Okay. They'll be playing each other in the first round of the playoffs. So basically, if you win, you move up a level. Okay. If you're so, regard, oh, I guess if you're in three or two. Right. If you're on level one and you win, you stay on level you one. You stay there. Okay. If you lose, you move down a level unless you're on level three in which you're you're on the basement level and you can't go any lower. So if you lose on level three, you stay on level three. If you win, you move up. If you lose, you move down. Okay. So after the first round, if you've won, you'll move up to the next level. If you've lost, you'll move down to the to the lower level okay and that'll go on for round one and round two and then round three wherever you're whatever level you're on like level three whoever's on level three will be playing for like the 11th and 12th spot in our league so whoever loses that third round on level three is the ultimate loser of our league and so see yeah that makes sense so seating is still going to be super important even for the definitely like right now or the pit thomas is seated 12th right now so he's gonna have to claw his way but he could move up out of 12th before the playoffs even i'd rather feel way better up there like having to lose to go down than already being down there so so like if you are if you just miss the playoffs and you are like seated number seven in the postseason, like seeding, then you'll be on level one. And if you lose that first round, you'll be on level two. And like, you'll still have a, ch- you, like, you could hop you, back up. Right. If you win, you move back up. So, is there a way there? So, there's no way to claw your way out. You're in the pit. 
You no, once you're in the, once the postseason is closed, those that are in the pit are in the pit. You can't mm-hmm. get out. You maybe can get to level one where you can peek out. Daylight. Daylight. Yep. Right. You're looking up. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I won't get pelted with tomatoes. <laughs> right. So I hope that's not too confusing. It's it's the way that our um playoff bracket is set up on the computer. And I put a picture at the bottom of the manual. So if you really are confused, you can see the manual or the handbook, the handbook. Sorry. So So you should say something about that for people who don't know. So, yeah, um, I just put together a bunch of stuff into like a handbook. I did it for kind of my own reference, and I feel like it's good uh, if anyone else like wanted to like have a point of reference for the league and all of our regulations and shit like that. I mean, it's no one will probably end up looking at it. Like I said, it's more for like me to just stay organized and shit, but it's basically kind of just goes over like what, what my duties would be as commissioner. See, it seems like back office work, but it's stuff that needs done. So we appreciate it. It's got the league format in there. It's got the buy-in and how to win because, which I guess is something I should talk about because one of the reasons I wanted to put stuff on papers, like when we voted for the payout, either best record at the end of the regular season or most points at the end of the regular season, I know we voted on it before the draft. I cannot find where I wrote it down, what we decided on. And the people that I asked about it can't remember either. So currently I have it that instead of one or the other getting paid a hundred bucks, both of them get paid 50 bucks. Um, but we yeah, can, cause I, th- we I can think do another vote. It doesn't be on the opposite side either way. You know, if you like scored a fuck ton of points, but right. have I mean, the best record you're going to, yeah. So what, I like it, that. I, at least, I mean, because currently I have the most points, so I don't want people to be like, you're just giving it to oh. or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. We can give it to the best record, which is going to be Tyler. It does. So whatever you guys want me to do. I That's just it. made it 50-50 so that, you know. Well, that doesn't – Tyler's probably going to have the best record, but I think he has to, right? I think I mean, after this week I will not have the most points right. anymore. So, so you could not have that. So I don't think that's giving it to yourself. Right. I just want to. The thing is, I'm just putting it out there. We can vote on it again if we all want to. But I'm good. Anyways, the point is, I wanted to write stuff down so I don't forget anymore. And so we can keep it consistent and fair. And so that, you know, hopefully people will not have a reason to uh, complain or think, hey, take it to the book. She's going on. Right. It's in the book. Take it to the book. It's in the bylaws. Also, it's got like the schedule in here how I how I uh, came up with the schedule and how I I've told you guys before we I use like the ghost divisions so we don't have divisions like in the app which would cause the winner of a division to get an automatic playoff berth I don't want that I want us to be all in the same division so it's only based on records and then uh, head-to-head tiebreaker but uh, it just 
explains like what the ghost divisions are and how I set up the schedule and how the schedule will be set up for next season and that type of thing. It goes over rivals and rivalry week and like, you know, how you get a rival and what it means yeah. and all that shit. Roster size and configuration, um, the draft type and how we come up with a draft order. Collusion. This is maybe the most important thing in here. Collusion and just like the definition for collusion and uh, the different types of collusion and potentially what could happen if collusion is found. Uh oh. And basically, it just says like any punishment would be voted on by the league. And, you know, it could be. Uh, retroactively altering. Hey, you know what? This this book is going to be something that we probably don't necessarily check all the time, but there's going to be that one time. In this, this very needed, right? Know? It'll be like needed this, eventually, yeah. and and more than that, like we'll definitely come across things that are not in it, and a precedent will be set, and it'll be the type of thing that we'll go and put in here, and so then five years later, if it ever happens to come up again, we can at least be consistent with that. Yep. Once it's already been set. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't think it's important. Like no, nobody really needs to read it or whatever, but if anybody were to, if, if an argument were to happen or something or something came into question, I think it's just good to have somewhere to start maybe. And yeah. And to, I think too, to if add, people have ideas or like anything that you think should be in yes, like, Hey, for sure. I'm curious about this. Like, we should get it in there now. Yeah. If, if you have questions or if you have like something in your other leagues, like a good rule, um, just to keep things fair and competitive, like that's really what these most of this stuff is for. And uh, just so that, you know, like I don't think we'll ever have collusion or anything like that. But if somebody yeah. really does get upset about a trade or something that happens, at least then we can say, all right, well, does it, do we really think here's what happened? Yeah. And then we could say, you know, obviously, like I said, everything would be voted on by the league. So whatever the action in question is the trade or the drop or, you know, benching your players to let someone win or. Or I even think like the money stuff too. Like you paid a hundred bucks to get in. No, not even talking about collusion. I think, like, one if you know before the season, you're like, "Oh, dude, I won. I thought you were gonna give me five hundred. Oh, right. Yeah, you think you're supposed to win more than you, than you know, you really are winning or something. Or like, the other thing is, I put in here like the one one actual rule that we have is you must pay before draft day. Number one, because I don't want to be chasing you after the season for money. Like if you don't win, then you don't like saying, fuck it. I'm not going to pay. Number two is if you don't pay, then you're not like, you don't have a team in the league because you haven't bought in, which means that we're going to have to fill your spot. So at least one day before I need to know, so I can try desperately to find somebody to fill your, to fill your spot in the league. So that's why, that's a rule 
And so it's just like little shit like that. You know what I mean? Which is good because wonder if someone's like dicking around, not into right. it, doesn't pay. Too bad. And then it might take years. Yeah, if we have a Tom wait. Roth, Tom, no offense, but who happens to be distracted or whatever and isn't doesn't want to actually join the league, well, then you had the 24 hours before the draft notice, and if you aren't ready to do it, then I will find someone else to do it. Obviously, this league is just to have fun and everything, and I will do our best to make sure everybody who wants to be in is in, and I wouldn't schedule the draft for a day that not everybody could do it. So that's like not something to worry about. I'm just saying these are just examples that may happen. Um, going back to like the collusion thing. Uh, basically, it falls on like the commissioner to sort of investigate and find, bring information like to the rest of the league and then give give the information to the league and then host a vote. Yeah, if fine. I, if yeah, I, sorry, if I cut rest... you off on that earlier. I was just reading through it, but no, it's I fine. think I think that makes sense. Yeah, to like see if everybody thinks they're guilty, and then of course, then you vote on the punishment if we think it's severe. Like basically, in here, I just have like some examples of punishments not limited to retroactively, like altering a record, rescinding a win, or or changing a loss to a win. In that type of situation, a monetary fine. Like, you know, we find yeah. them 20 bucks or something. It goes into the winnings, gets split up between like any winners or gets rolled over in a next year's pot or something like that. Potentially kicking someone out of the league if it's really that bad and if everybody really thinks it's worth it. Or like I put in here because it's kind of funny, like some type of active contrition or active atonement. So we make them do like a shame walk or some shit <laughs> for being a dumbass. A little punishment, including. right? Yeah. You fuckers. So... Um, yeah, stuff like that. There's stuff in here about trades. Um, currently the commissioner is only one with the power to veto a trade. But again, like if you guys think a trade is unfair, tell me, tell me why and tell me and like, you know, we'll work it out. And if you really think it's bad, we'll take yeah. a look at so it. So basically it's, we're all voting and then you would, we need someone with the final say. I don't know exactly how it would work. Like, of course, none of this is like set. At, I just mean like I didn't want. I want to put it out there that can't do any, it. Any information found? Yeah. First of all, collusion. We shouldn't be having to deal with collusion. Like we're all friends. We all just want to have fun. I mean, I know it's competitive, and we're all competitive, but we don't want to like fucking cheat. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, that being said. It's just like, you know, so that people know what collusion is. Like, people might not realize that hey, it's I gave collusion. Hey, I gave you bucks. Yeah, to offer somebody money care. and have you trade someone else. Or it's collusion to say, it's collusion for Thomas to say, fuck it, I'm not going to win. I don't really care if I'm going to get pelted with tomatoes. Colin, like, do you want me to trade you Austin Eckler for a kicker? Uh, yes, I, I see, And if I see that trade and you're and Thomas is clearly not trying to improve his team, you know what I mean? He's it, the trade isn't competitive. And then I would say to the rest of the league, listen, I'm not going to send this this uh, trade through. Well, can anyone here's, here's why illusion vote up? 
Yes. I think if you feel like something is collusion, definitely tell me the reason the setting isn't, isn't set so that when a trade goes through all the league gets a notification and everybody gets a veto vote. I don't want it to be like that because when me and you make a trade, right. Or like if there is a fair trade that does happen to benefit the person who is in the number one rank or me, like the post, like I won last year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like that. Right. Yeah, like if someone's trading Tyler and like Tyler's getting a good player, but doesn't make the trade collusion, like just because I would veto it, like you and Mike's trade, right? So, so people are going to veto it because Tyler's getting a good player that's going to help him, and he's already in first place. It's like that doesn't make it collusion. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't want to ruin it. People should be making trades, and not every trade is going to be fifty-fifty even that's like the whole point of timing and you got to be strategic about it and shit like that. And more trades are better for the league. And you don't know what, you know, you don't really know what or what someone thinks about a player values on these players are arbitrary. Absolutely. They are like projections are this, but it's like, Hey, maybe there's some news out there. I mean, I got annoyed at your and Mike's trade, but like my value on those players is completely arbitrary. And could be completely different from your value on those players. And and obviously we did value those players somewhat differently. And so that's just the way it goes, but that doesn't just because I disagree with the trade, like that's a perfect example. Maybe I disagree with the trade and I think right. Mike's a dumbass. And if that came it. to a vote, you might hit veto. Same it, with like a lot of people on our trade. People right. might be like, fuck that, like Oh, dude, that's right. so dumb. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to let that go through. I don't believe that should be. Did, did I go out and get the win though that week? Yeah, I think you did. Right. There you go. (laughs) But but you you don't understand what I'm saying. So that's why that setting isn't like that. So right. The setting is that when a trade offer is accepted by one team or the other, I get as a commissioner, I get a notification that it's gone. It goes through. Right. And then I have the power to send it through or veto it and not allow it. And I'll tell you right now, 99.9% of all these trades will go through. I don't plan to veto any of these trades. No, I get it. Because if, if you do put it to a vote, you're going to get like vetoes for like stupid reasons. Right. But Not if like... I put it, but if I, if I put a trade through and then everybody gets a notification that so-and-so made a trade and you see it on mm-hmm. recent activities and you don't like it and you think it's unfair or you think it's collusion and you, and you heard something else like, you can let me know and I can I yeah. can rescind that even after I send it through. I can rescind it again. And if Which we is find good. that it is collusion, we'll definitely do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other other forms of collusion, like Tyler said, you know, he's locked into the playoffs. He's playing somebody, Ungi or something coming up, and he wants to bench his starters and play his bench to see if he can beat him with just his bench. And it's funny. But that hurts the competitive that, that, edge that for the rest me. of the league, right? And like one, I, I don't want Ungi to have a free win. One it's solid example of collusion is like benching your players so that to you know what he did say that, and I kind of laughed like, dude, that'd be sweet. But I didn't even think about it. It's like, don't fucking do that, dude. I don't want that guy to don't want to ruin the competitive right nature of the league. And so that's why I said like. You know, 
one uh, quote unquote punishment for collusion could be rescinding a win or giving someone the the win that they should have had in the first place. Like if Tyler were to bench all his players and I'm not saying the way he described it to me, it was in good fun and he wants to try to fuck with Ungi. Yeah. And that's fine. And fair. Which I'd liked. I thought, I'd li- I thought that was cool. Right. Funny. But on the flip side, if Ungi wins, that directly impacts several other people's ability to get into the playoffs. And so is yeah, it borderline dude, that- is it borderline questionable collusion? Sure. And if somebody if it happens and somebody came to me and said, Look, I get it, like Tyler wasn't trying to be malicious, but that's bullshit. Dude, I'd I, be pissed. I, if that, I can hear I, out if case, that affected my playoff spot. For sure, dude. And it's yeah. like what? Tyler just gives Ungi a free win. Because you're so good. Right. Like or fucking kick his ass, or you dude. think you're so good. Or are you saying that and he had to deal with Ungi behind the scenes? Who knows what the hell's going on? The point is. I can go back and you can retroactively plug in like the players that he should have. Who am I to say who someone should start? But Tyler's has like, you know, it's obvious where you're yeah throwing in trash. The guys that you've never been. Maybe maybe a new guy in a flex spot that you're promised on, but you're still trying to win. And you know what? Obviously, it would all need to be looked into and try to be done as fair as possible. But it just is what I mean. Just as me trying to get ahead and at least put some ground rules in place. The the last thing on the um handbook is like the postseason, the way it's laid out, the seeding, uh, how you make the playoffs, how you end up in the pit of punishment, what the pit of punishment is. And because it seems to maybe be conf- a little bit confusing, I have a little diagram down at the bottom. So you can see like that that's uh Pretty talented. I did see that. I now this may be um illegal for me to say this on okay. an internationally um renowned renowned podcast like this, but I just grabbed this little picture off the internet. It's not something I created myself. So don't no, be I never would have said that. Yeah. It's like just I didn't know your graphic design. Nope, I am certainly not. But but uh, but yeah, so that's out there if you guys want it. And when I update it, I'll send it out again. And yeah, yeah, dude, I'll one, read through that. One other thing yeah. I put on there that I think is important. Um, I am the current commissioner. I started the league, but I'm not a dictator. And this isn't the Nick Humphreys Fantasy Football League. So if you guys are unhappy with the way things are going with the league. There is a clause in the handbook as written by your current commissioner that allows the league to vote the commissioner out of power, basically. So it just takes a majority. It It's written as this. A commissioner may be voted out of office if a majority of the non-commissioner managers, in this case, six out of 11 votes um, to, re- to remove the commissioner. So. What we really have to do is storm your house and take it over. <laughs> yeah. The new commissioner would have to live in Nick's house. You literally just have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be. I'm thinking of more of a peaceful approach to it. Maybe just a vote. Maybe some, like, some people aren't in the text group. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else can write up. No, a I like that, though. We can you see know, if Nick? it gets passed, but you're not all powerful. 
But I did put in there, um, you know, if this if this does happen where commissioner gets voted out, if the commissioner is voted out of office, the next commissioner needs to be voted in. Um, a commissioner must be a manager of a team in the league. And then all league managers will get a vote when the new commissioner is being decided. So if I'm not kicked out of the league when I'm kicked out of being a manager, I mean a commissioner, then I will get a vote for the next commissioner. I do like that. It's going to keep you honest. Yep, it should keep me honest. I know so what the power can do, Nick. You guys can As see my duties. Champion. And if you think I ha- I should add more duties to this, feel free. I, d- I didn't put anything in here about officially needing to record and um, edit a podcast for the league. That's just something extra. That's going to keep your... Yeah. Right. So the next commissioner is not responsible for the podcast. Although I actually, it might be amazing if there's another commissioner and I'm no longer commissioner, but I still have the platform of the podcast. Oh, the, that next commissioner all is the shit. fucked. Yeah. It's like, I would have done it this way. I have the ear of our whole league. Nick, are we going to start having campaigns for commissioners? Mm hmm. I mean, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's should be I'm <laughs> dude. I'm just fucking with you. If somebody else wants to be commissioner, I'm fucking with you. You're doing a hell of a job. I don't think anyone else bring it to the public together. Yeah, I'll do all the work and then you guys can take over. But the the last thing on here I wanted to talk about is the buy-in was a hundred. First place gets six hundred. Second place gets 300. Third place gets their money back, which is 100. Currently, I have it broken out. The best regular season record gets 50. The most regular season points gets 50. And then when you beat your rival this week, you get 15. So that's how you earn your money, boys. Okay. That $15 was going to be nice, Nick. <laughs> I Maybe know. Maybe next. Yeah. You know, I wasn't sure how I felt about the rival, uh, you know, the whole thing. Dude, I like it. If I got fucking Venmo 15 bucks for being I'm okay. be like, fuck yeah. Okay. As long, okay. If we like it. Plus, I'll send you a sweet little message in the Venmo. Message Ooh, from the commission. Is it per- personalized? Oh, you better believe it's personalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I, don't, I don't compare know. them to anybody else. Because <laughs> they might look similar. All the same. Just copy and paste it. But uh, but yeah, so if you have where, questions, where is this ask housed? Me. Where is this housed? It is currently a note in my phone, mm. but I put it to a PDF and put it in our um group. What is it? I think we. I think uh, we may need a hard copy. Discord. Where? Oh, you want me to like get it in literal book form? Yes. The thing is, I think this is going to end up being very fluid because I really don't think all these situations that I have actually written in here, more than likely we won't run into many of these, but I can envision us coming across random other small shit that we will never have thought about. So you're going to need to, every time something new comes up, a whole new book. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll have like a different, like generations or series of the book you know what i mean Am- amendments. generation one amendments to it right 
So you, you can see if you ever look at it, I have it broken down. Um, I'll probably so you can be reference like originalist article one like, yeah. a. Yeah, <laughs> originalist. Yeah, no, like, I, I only I'm go a constitution guy, dude. Book. This is what Nick wrote, so I don't go by the adjustments. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Uh, it really was no problem. Like I said, it was really mostly for like my organization, but I figure if anyone else is curious about it, they can check it out. And if nothing else, it's at least good. You can see like how the schedule gets made and like what, what the playoffs are all about and that type of deal. So yeah, I guess I should have put in there like how we go about, uh, picking potential punishments that process because it is a lengthy process should be probably put put down on paper so maybe we probably need to talk about it maybe amendment one it's like yeah i mean as a league you think it's like old and outdated now the way we do it no i think it's fine but something might come up like where the winner wins and like picks bar tab for someone they're like dude i fucking can't do that oh well Yes. You know what I mean? So there will be stipulations that need to be made for all of these punishments. Like if someone like the tomato one, how many tomatoes? How far away is everybody standing? Um is the person gonna wear a helmet and goggles? Shit like that. For the bar okay. tab one, yep. it's an hour of the bar tab, but what only one round of shots? Like some no one outside the league can have drinks on the fucking bar tab. Like there needs right. to be rules. No Mike D's friends. The beer mile, like only light beers, no other beers or something like that, you know. Yeah, so I, I think we could make it work for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But that has to be in the You want me to have it rule. written down now? No. Yeah, actually right now. Well, I just mean like No. You'd I, I don't think, think these are, I mean, it's uh, we're not going to get into a point where it's like we're fucking someone over that. I'm trying to think when we will end up because we have a we have a banquet like we did last year. We'll have a little banquet where we give out awards and everybody gets paid and the, the trophy gets passed to the next champion, assuming the current reigning champion doesn't keep the trophy. I mean, like win the championship again and keep the trophy. I don't know. People, people are saying it's pretty possible. People have won with worst records going into the playoffs. So, but not worst teams though. But my point is we will have a banquet at some point. And I'm assuming at the banquet, the winner of the league will officially pick the punishment for the loser. And as that process is taking place, we will hammer out the details of each punishment so that the winner knows exactly what they are picking for the loser at that point. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's kind of like the way I'm envisioning it. Like, yeah, we can continue to talk about details up until then, but I'm thinking like when we're all together for the banquet, that'll be the best time to really like get the details hammered out. Like I think how many tomatoes would you want to throw? Well, that's going to depend on if I'm getting pelted with them because I've I'm heard throwing them. And it also depends on who I'm throwing them at. Somebody suggested one tomato per person. That I think that was me. I think you should get. Oh, one it wasn't juicy. you. Oh, well, because, I agree with well, that. 
how far away are we throwing them from? Because Good I'll tell point. you what, if I'm throwing them from fucking 15 or 20 feet, one tomato, I'll probably miss. More than likely. Well, you got to train. <laughs> Just start training gym, every day. <laughs> like but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it should be several for everyone. Or it's just super close. Or, but we can't be too, you don't want to be too close because then. A big old box of tomatoes. Right. And then what kind of tomatoes are we talking about? Little cherry tomatoes? Those things might. (sighs) No. You want the big, big, oh yeah. Big old boys. Cherry tomato. What's that going to do? Well, I mean, we're not trying to kill them. (laughs) But I do want my tomato to splatter. Right. Get down. Cherry, cherry juice. Oh, I don't want to interrupt here, but the game's on right now. And oh God, what's happening? It is looking pretty close. It's a very defensive battle. Oh my God, Blake is taking the lead from Tyler. He's winning one forty two point four two to one forty one point eight six. But it's the defense which fluctuates mm-hmm. a lot. So obviously. We'll see how that ends up. Go ahead and take a look at Tom Roth. Tom. Holy smokes, Tom Roth. Uh, 96.14. So he came back quite a bit. To 104. So projections are within two points. Najee's got two and a half points. Chase McLaughlin has zero, but the Colts defense 16.3 for Tom. Hopefully they can keep it up. We'll see how yeah, we'll see how it pans out. I'm excited. Let's check on Dylan and Matt. Dylan has two Pat Frymuth has two points so far. Who are you, who are we rooting for? Well, I think it just depends. Like if it's you. Colin, you picked Dylan in the pod picks. Right, but now it's like, well, and I, I picked I Matt. I don't think I necessarily Yeah, well, it sucks. I mean this this would have been the one of the most important weeks that we could have previewed. We missed it. Yeah. I did a half-ass preview it, by myself and really I, did not I liked do it. Good. No, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, but like this is like an important matchup. And imagine if we had been talking about it before you made the pod picks, you probably would have right. maybe voted against Dylan. Dude, at some point, <laughs> let's do a deep dive into this like after because this is – I think after this week, we might have enough data that we can we can actually calculate who needs to win and who needs to lose because there will only be two weeks left, you know. Right. So it'd be like who we can see yeah. exactly. Who Remember, needs we to were win, trying to do that before, lose. and it's like there's a billion combinations. Yeah. There's like five games left, and it's like all right. I'm a goddamn might calculator need to, hey, here. If here. there's any like data scientists out there. You know, you're good with the, the numbers. And... I bet we could have just plugged them in. Yeah, we probably could have just put in Google. Although, no, although because it's different, scoring matters. Yeah. Like the probable scoring for that week plays into it. I don't know. We will see what happens Whatever. after tonight. It's a big, it's a huge night. Big game Huge. Tonight. We'll know by tomorrow. We will know by tomorrow. But it doesn't matter for two guys. The Toms, they are both banished to the pit of punishment. And since we're on here tonight, down there, here's the thing: they don't get very much sun down there. They might get some water when it rains, or maybe some seepage out of the ground. 
Yeah, it's more. I think it's our responsibility each podcast we do to like toss some food and water down there to the guys who are like down in the pit suffering. Yep. So I'm going to toss a couple water bottles down to the Toms. Colin, you got any food you can throw down there to him? No food. Uh, I got two course lights. Oh, okay. Some carbs for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. They said two course lights and two water bottles. That ought to get well, you. It's about mental health tomorrow. down there, Nick. They need a sure. nice cold beer. Toughen up, to boys. Toughen up. Maybe I'll toss down a, a blanket for him. You it's guys could be like Bane. That's kind of like the vision I was going for. The the Batman crazy Bane pit. Except that's more like a prison. This is more just like I don't know, dude. A Might dirt the pit in the ground. Yeah. Could be the same thing. I Let mean, us know when it's done in your backyard. How's Kelly? She cool with it? Yeah, Kelly doesn't know I'm digging the pit <laughs> of punishment in the backyard, so please don't tell her. Otherwise, we might have to move it somewhere else. I don't have any better ideas. Damn. But I do like Pit of Punishment, though. It's good. I think it's a good name. I think it's fitting. Because once you're down there, you're really going to have to fight to get out. Like, the only way you can get out is if you have, like, three or four dead bodies below you that you can stack up on top of each other to jump out. And eat. Well, I wouldn't eat too much of them because then you're not going to have a lot to stack up. You know what I mean? You want to be the right mix. Sure. You got to have the energy. But you, you got to eat enough, bulk. but not mm-hmm. too much. Right. Sure. You eat all the dead bodies. You're not so it's currently Tom and Tom Roth down there. I don't know if they're starving enough to start to cannibalize each other, but we will see. We'll check back tomorrow. I don't know. Colin, you, you going to be able to record one tomorrow? Um, Probably. Because we will have official standings, and it's going to be fucking exciting. I can almost taste that 100% to the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm just... I don't want to even look at it. We'll see how many six and six teams there are tomorrow. Hey, Angie, buy me a beer with that $15. (laughs) Yep. Be looking tomorrow. You guys are going to get some $15 Venmos from Kumish. So keep an eye out for that. All right, Colin, anything else? No, I don't think so. I'm going to go watch this game. Okay, me too. All right, for Browns. That's it. Go Brown. Oh, speaking of go Browns, what a huge win! Number one. Do we? Yeah. Do we have any? I I need to look at it. Do we have any playoff shot? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm I'm honestly not even worried about playoffs. Right. But we got Deshaun coming back. He's he is reinstated officially, and he is slated to play this week. I. I would say this is the most anticipated Browns game in a while for me personally, just because what else have you been? Right, what else? We've forward been forward to. to. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the season is just like uh, preseason. Preseason. For Deshaun. Jinx, you owe me, yeah, uh, Saquon or someone else. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me Saquon. All right, peace. All right, calling the mustache. I'm Commissioner Humphreys. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.